Hello, and welcome to the final episode, episode 10, of book 4 titled The Captive of Our Low. I hope you enjoy it. It's a brief one. Uh, thanks for listening, and here we go. What has happened? Belfasor demanded. Raphael could see the rage welling up in the wizard. She has betrayed me. Belfasor was spitting and fuming. What has she done? Why wage war? Why defeat the wizards and witches atop Mount Ish if I can't have Mother by my side? She has gone to the others. I have lost the only person I could share the world with. Raphael saw his opportunity. Despite his alarming boast of winning over the entire world, he approached the outraged wizard and tried to comfort the man. It's not your fault. I should have told you about the side effects. Side effects? Perhaps Raphael should have kept his mouth shut. What side effects? Raphael ventured softly here. He understood the young wizard to be rash, given to rage. One false move, and he could be instantly incinerated, which, he hoped, should it have to happen, then it, ha it need happen fast. The drug I treated her with, it could have heightened her anxiety or depression. Shows you a lot. Shows you her life. She might have felt that she had failed you, or could only fail you. If you want to take it out on someone, don't take it out on her. I saw it in her eyes, how she felt she had disappointed you. He squeezed his eyes tight. The scholar braced himself for a brutal wallop. He had ventured on a high wire. There was only certain death below. Nothing happened. Slowly, Raphael opened his eyes. He saw Belfasor, as if wounded, crumpled on the ground. Were those tears he was seeing? You saw that, begged the wizard. I knew she had th those curious feelings for me. I saw them. It was dangerous for her to tell me how she felt about me. It could have meant her death at the hands of the magic wielders inside Mount Ish. They will know my rage for making my mother fear for herself around me. Raphael's empathy recovered and surged within him. He blushed as he promised him, She fears for your well-being. Yes, yes, it is true. She is safest now, insisted the doctor. She will come around eventually. If you were to ask me, I would say she is among those others, those in opposition to you, among them to undermine them and help you to defeat them. Yes, Belfasor swiftly nodded his head. Her tears for me run deep. They do. I am best served by her if she works to defeat them from their side of the battle that is fast developing. She has wounded me deeply. Does she know how badly she has hurt me? It's called a broken heart. It's common to everyone. Come, offered the scholar. He extended a hand. The wizard looked at it. Like you said, confirmed Rafi, the wizards and witches are close. The Aix River separates you from them. But not for long. You must go. You must head west, across the Lukics. There is a place there, a place in need of a king. I don't know if there is a place anywhere throughout the entire Abyssin. 
that would suffer me as their king. Don't care for anyone but myself. And mother, quick to judgment, violence. Belfasor frowned. I am one man, a cruel, selfish wizard. A man without a kingdom. Rightly so. Not king material. My kingdom would suffer. Who would willingly serve under me? should all the witches and wizards throughout the Abyssinian decide to hunt me down. Though I may be a great ally to recruit, I would hate my subjects. No mercy, no justice. If they do not die in pointless battles, they would suffer hunger and disease within the walls of my kingdom. Should someone rule who has no appreciation of death? I can't promise you an army. I have no army under my command. I assure you, I have connections, persons of wealth and standing among the cities held by humans throughout the East. You have no need to worry about them, not in this wizard war. The authority will be unable to call on them, and I promise you the assistance of the army of young King Bragford, who holds the Northern Pass, the pass through the Valley of the Cloud Gods. The humans will help with my counsel in your war with members of the authority. But I have something more. What more do you have to offer me? queried Belfasor. Certainly you promised me more than I would expect from any number of humans. How is it you have come to help me today? You are unlike any human I know. Perhaps I should fear you. I promise you the East, as long as you do not declare war on us. I will not lie to you. I have had I have that authority. I have spent most of my young life developing relationships and establishing trust among the peoples of the East. You are the first wizard I've recruited. It is not by happenstance that you encountered me this day, the one most worthy of my trust. I'll deliver the East. You may have the West. You are right to ask of me for help today. I have made your conquest of the Abyssinian possible. You will own the world, and that without the slightest effort. The only thing standing in your way? All the magic wielders. But I have something for that, too. I see you for who you are. I am confident that you... I am confident you can hold your own against these witches and wizards. You are my hope. You love your mother. You are unlike any wizard I know. For that reason, I am willing to throw my support behind you. Belfasor's eyes sparkled. Ah, I will put the entire world at my mother's feet. But suddenly his disposition softened. What about the, magic, the many magic wielders? I stand to lose my life, my soul, and everything my mother holds dear. Should I be careless and succumb to their wiles? Ah, you are most fortuitous, insisted Rafi. I will tell you the truth about my community of scholars. A, sco a school of our knowledge has power over magic. We can eliminate the authority. In exchange, I expect your help. Owning the East for us, if only by fear, and not by the use of, my, of any army. In exchange, we, the faculty, will not come after you. We will allow you to use your magic, but you will be the last. Once you die, magic will die with you. 
Raphael again picked through his duffel bag. He fished out a blade and, taking Balthasar's hand, deposited it in it. What might this be? asked the beguiled wizard. This knife has served at here this knife here serves to defeat magic. I don't know how it works exactly. All I know I have seen it at work. It severs the tendons that bind magic casters to the realm of the possible. Should you use this weapon against any of the magic wielders in league against you, you could render them helpless. You could make them as weak as any mortal, as weak as me. I am entrusting this powerful weapon to you in exchange for something for me and my own community. I am listening. I have made a powerful ally today. The man who owns the East, and this because the wizards and witches are too arrogant to see the true authority, and that just beneath their noses. I will listen to you. What would you have me give you for a weapon such as this? I am establishing a university. It will serve to govern the East, not magic and not might. It will seem to all that it does not rule, but ignorance and happiness will assure its reign. I will be among the faculty. The purpose of such a place, it will welcome scholarly pursuits and house all accumulated, all accumulated knowledge. Its purpose, one of them, is to undo the magic of the spellcasters, as much as undermine the ignorance and fear that secure the rule of kings and lords. My community has developed the means of defeating the magic wheelers. The offer is to promise justice, education, freedom, and prosperity. The kings and queens of all the nations and kingdoms of all the races throughout the East, the magic wielders, trolls, goblins, and other beasts, slowly and methodically eliminated, thoroughly defeated, subordinated to the true governance of the faculty. There will be no need of a policing agent, should they fear your monsters sacking an arbitrary city now and again to end it, but only upon our command. You may have the whole West. The world is not safest should all magic be eliminated. That's what I maintain. The West will be yours. Leave the East to me and mine. The true security and happiness of the Abbasine. That is what I am striving toward. That is what you and me promise this world. A future. You need me to win, to annihilate as many witches and wizards as I can. I do not doubt you have had your eyes on me since I left Modish. Perhaps you are in league with King Chase of the Wukdu. Perhaps you welcome the future peace offered by the son of the elf Pindar. You need this war, this wizard war, as much as I do. What do the dragon bread offer you? What do the future elves promise? Did you bring this god rigor into the world? I assure you, I did not. But Belfsor had stopped listening. If you couldn't tell that Rafe was lying, he gave no indication. What is that I hear? And the wizard, distraught, turned west, peering at the crimson teeth of the mountain peaks. Hello, offered Belfasor, troubled. 
The kingdom is calling to you, that you may sit on her throne. What kingdom might that be? queried the wizard. He clutched his sword a little bit tighter. His knuckles shone white. For the first time in his long life, he was terrified. Not that he might die, but that he might live. It is the kingdom that calls all the kings to her. It is calling you to come to her. I'm not worthy of the throne of this place, swore Balthasar. I'm not. What is this? Introspection? Determined the scholar. This kingdom calls out to all those who are most unworthy of sitting on her throne. Also that, upon their departure, they are transformed. Go to her, if you must be changed. What is this frightful place? asked Balthasar. What is this source of torment? It is the Restion. And that concludes the final chapter, chapter 10, of book 4, titled The Captive of Arlo. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week will be the beginning, I, I hope, next week or two weeks, we get the beginning of um, book 5, titled The God Once Dead, Now Transcendent. Thanks for listening, and... Goodbye for now.